Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday. October 16th, 2019. I'm Shannon and I am here with Stacy, Amber, Min, Natalia, Kristen, and Brooke. And we are here to share with you some of our most anticipated books coming out in November. So as always, we look ahead to the next month and I have compiled a big list. People choose three books that they're the most excited about, and that is our episode. Obviously, so many more books come out in November than we can talk about, but these are the ones that we are looking forward to. So before we dive into the episode, I want to just do the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can join our Facebook listener group so you can chat with us and with other listeners. Um, if you want to just email us, you can do that as well. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking for us on the web, you can find us at https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash book hyphen bistro. And that way you can look at all the past episodes, um, you know, find the archives and all of that. So I am ready to talk about November books. So I'm going to um, have Amber start us off, followed by Stacy, Min, Natalia, me, Brooke, and Kristen. So, I'm going to turn it over to Amber for her first book. So, the first book that I'm actually going to talk about this evening, I know, is a book that Stacy is super excited about, and it is called The Poppy Wife by Carolyn Scott, and it comes out on November 5th. So, this is a book about Francis, who fought in the war. And he, it was World War I, and he left Edie behind. And basically, there are a whole bunch of English, you know, and, and American men in France, and they don't know, most of them are dead, but there are a few, you know, who are alive here and there who can't remember who they are or, you know, whatever. So Francis's brother, Harry, his job is to go to France and look for these men, for these families, you know, who don't know what happened to, you know, their brothers or sons or husbands. So Edie and Harry are still looking for Francis years after the war is over. And this book is about them looking for Francis. And Edie is pretty convinced that Francis is still alive and while Harry is looking for him in France and kind of following where he went, Edie gets a photo of Francis. And this is just, from all I can gather, it's a story of 
these three people and what happened during the war and after the war. And again, that is The Poppy Wife by Carolyn Scott, and it comes out on November 5th. I'm so excited. I love books like this. It's, I know. I'm just stoked to read it. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Even though it's a really dark subject, like, I'm really excited oh, about it. I know. I just, I just like books like that, and I just right. like, I don't know. It's an interesting time period to me, you know? I don't know. I can't especially, wait. Especially since you know the Second World War is coming. Yeah. So that always influences books you know, that I'm reading in that time period, because it's yeah. like the second world war is like its own character. So after just saying how much I like all that darkness, my first pick is um, described as a romantic comedy, which kind of makes me laugh because that's not my genre typically at all. But this book looks so charming. And I think when I was looking at things that were coming out in November, I just wanted something charming and delightful. Um, and so the book is called Get a Life, Chloe Brown, and the author is Talia Hibbard. And this is a new-to-me author. And this book just looks like the most delightful thing in the history of delightful books. And it's about a chronically ill computer geek named um, Chloe Brown. And she has an experience where she's very close to death. And um, when she recovers from this experience, she decides that she's going to completely change her life. So she moves out of the rich family mansion and she has this whole list that she has like written step-by-step -step instructions for how to achieve these goals. Cause she just wants to be a little bad. So she's going to do things like go camping and have a drunken <laughs> night out and, you know, travel around the country with just a couple pieces of luggage and have some really great sex without strings. I mean, these all sound like great goals to me. I like them all. And she's decided the person that's best to help her with all these tasks is her tatted up motorcycle riding neighbor. Yeah. But, right? And, yeah. But he has some hidden depths that from some of her little spying interludes from her window, she hadn't quite discovered about him. And so it's about basically how this good girl trying to go bad ends up meeting this man. And I think it's just going to be a delightful rom-com romp with, um, it sounds like some deeper depths to it. So this again is Get a Life, Chloe Brown, The Brown Sisters, book one by Talia Hibbard. And it comes out on November 5th. And I'm very excited about it. <laughs> it sounds very delightful. And I want to really read it. Yes. I want to read it. Yeah, it I know. makes me want to get a life. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know Armika has read some books by her, but this she's a new to me. So I'm looking forward to seeing what I think. So the first book I'm going to be talking about tonight is by one of my favorite authors. Um, she's more of a romantic comedy contemporary writer. And this is Beard Necessities, Winston Brothers, number seven by Penny Reed. And it's Yay! coming out on November 4th. So this book is going to center on Billy Winston, who is the second brother uh, of like the six Winston brothers who are known in Green Valley, Tennessee to be very charismatic and charming and funny. And their defining characteristic is that they all have really great beards. <laughs> so this series, um, <laughs> this series, all of the titles have like beard in the title. So um, number seven actually goes hand in hand with number six, 
And I have to confess that I have not read number six yet. So I'm actually looking forward to number seven coming out so I can read the two of them together. Um, but basically, Billy Winston has this love that he's, you know, been chasing after for a really long time. And Billy Winston is really responsible he's the responsible one in the family and whenever anything happens he takes charge and takes care of everyone um and the girl that he's interested in clara or she likes to go as scarlet is kind of like the opposite of that she's very adventure loving and kind of like living the moment um so in number six is kind of like their story and how they meet and fall in love and then actually in number seven it's more of like a second chance romance and it takes place i think 20 years later where they reconnect and it's kind of like a last hurrah for the winston family to kind of get billy and scarlet back together and the description sounds really delightful because i think they like take them to Italy or they the family they kind of scheme for Scarlett and Billy to meet up in, in Italy so it's going to take place in like Tuscany and Rome and Venice um, and it sounds like all the other Winston brothers and Ashley Winston who um, had her own book and beauty and the mustache um are all going to make appearances and i'm really excited about that um and it it sounds it's going to be really really funny and this is beard necessities winston brothers number seven by penny reed and is coming out on november 4th i'm excited about this this is sarah's one of her favorite series she reads them immediately upon release and i've read a couple and um, I, I just think this author has this really nice writing style that just sort of brings you into this group of friends or siblings and makes you feel like you're part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I have to read this author. I haven't actually yeah. read it. So the first book I'm going to talk about today is by one of my favorite authors. I know that Shannon is looking forward to it and probably has already read it because we, we have to hate her a little bit. And <laughs> Stacy. I think, Stacey, you like this author. So this is coming out in November, and it is called Into the Dark by Karen Rose. Yes! It's Romantic Suspense 23, Cincinnati, number five. And anybody who's read Karen Rose's books have been, has been looking forward to this book so much. This is Donnie's book. Donnie is the younger sister of Deacon. Uh, Deacon is from the first Cincinnati book. Uh, so you'd have to read, what was it called? Closer Than You Think. That's what it was called. And this book is basically about two children, um, one of which runs away with his younger brother from his stepfather. We kind of don't know what his stepfather's intentions are, but he, he sees his stepfather try to, you know, make his brother fall asleep and he's kind of suspicious. So he runs away from him with the brother and then he sees something he shouldn't see. And that makes him have to be on the run. Well, not necessarily on the run because he's a minor, but in a safe house. And Dr. Donnie Novak, which is 
uh, the person who is who the story is about, she's been keeping Coach Diesel Kennedy at arm's length um, to, I guess, to protect herself and him from different things that I don't want to say because I will spoil and I don't want to spoil. But they both basically link up with these two children for different reasons and they have to help them because somebody is hunting them down because they're the only witnesses. And uh, as bodies start to appear, it clear it, it's clear that the person who is doing this doesn't want to leave any witnesses behind to his or her activities. And I just don't want to say any more because I know each one of these books can be read as a standalone novel, but they do have connecting characters. And since I'm a stickler for series order, I just, I feel like anything I can say is a spoiler, but Karen Rose writes the most wonderful romantic suspense novels and they're so long and you think, wow, that's long. And then, when you get to the end, you realize they're not long enough. <laughs> so this is Into the Dark by Karen Rose. It comes out on November the 14th. So I still have almost a month to wait for this. And if you have not picked this up, this is her 23rd novel in this series, I believe. So there are 22 that you can pick up from now between the 14th. I think the first one is called... Um, Don't Tell. Don't Tell. I love Karen Rose. So my first pick tonight is the conclusion of Neil Shusterman's Ark of the Scythe series, and this is called The Toll. And since it's the conclusion, I can't really say too much about this, but this is um, a story that takes place in a world where no one dies unless these people called Scythes decide that the time has come for them to die. So back in book one, which is called Scythe, we meet Rowan and Citra, and they are apprentice scythes. So they are learning all the ways in which they can bring about death. They're also learning about some of the ethics that are involved in being a scythe, and there are a lot of them. So as the story unfolds, you realize that there are good scythes and not so good scythes, and Rowan and Citra kind of end up being put in the middle of this sort of political confrontation with very, very, very dire consequences for the world. So I love the first two books in this series. They are Scythe and Thunderhead. And I was so upset with the way Thunderhead ended because it's just a giant cliffhanger. And I'm so glad that the toll is almost here because I really, really, really want it. So once again, this is The Toll, Arc of the Scythe, book three, by Neil Schusterman, and it comes out on November 5th. So the first book I'm going to talk about tonight is The Starless Sea by Mort Aaron Morgenstern, and it comes out on November 5th. So this book is about a guy named Zachary. And he is a graduate student from a school in Vermont. One day he finds a book um, on a set of stairs that the synopsis really doesn't tell us where these stairs are. But while reading this book, he comes across a story that he realizes is from his own life. And this gets Ooh. him wondering, how can this be? Like, how, does, how is my life recorded in this book? So while he's doing some investigations into this whole mystery, he comes across a few 
a few clues. And they include a bee, as in like an insect bee, a key, and a sword. I'm not really sure how they're all going to relate to the story, but those are the three clues he comes across. And somehow these clues lead him to a masquerade party. And while at the party, he discovers a door that leads him to like a magical underground city. And in this city, there's a library. And at this library, there's an archive of different secrets and different stories. And there's people that kind of are protecting this library. And Zachary is hoping that he'll be able to find out how his story end up, ended up in the book. But also he's hoping that he'll learn more about himself. Through learning more about this city, he meets some friends. He meets, as the synopsis describes her, a pink-haired guardian. So I think oh, yeah. she's kind of a staff member or whatever we would call them at, a li- at the library. And then there's also a guy that I can't remember the description, but he is described as being like, not really having a side, like he kind of switches sides between, I guess, good and bad. And I'm not really sure how that all is going to turn out. But the story looks really exciting because it, the synopsis measure, mentions pirates and mentions um, like love, people fighting love and magic. And I just, I read her last book, The Night Circus, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. So I'm really hoping that this book tends, that it turns out to be as good as The Night Circus, or at least maybe even better. So this is The Starless Sea, and it's by Erin Morgenstern, and it comes out on November 5th. The first book I'm gonna talk about tonight is called A Thousand Fires by Shannon Price, and it comes out on November 5th. Ironically, all my books come out on November 5th. Yes, they do. Um, (laughs) um, That was not done on purpose, I promise. So this book is not a book that I think I would typically be into, and I'm still trying to kind of figure out what's drawing me to this. Um, But uh, it looks pretty decent. So... Um, Valerie Simon lives in San Francisco and, and it says that it was inspired by the Iliad. So, um, I think that's kind of what drew me in. Um, anyway, she is, Valerie Simon is in San Francisco and her brother was killed by a gang called the Boars, B-O-A-R. I think um and so she um joins up with a gang called the herons to try to uh avenge his death but then a leader of another gang called the stags 
invites her over and offers to help her avenge her brother's death. Um, and what what she kind of has to, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, contend with is where she's developing loyalty to this new person, but she's still, you know, feeling like she's responsible for her brother's death. And that's why she's joined the gangs to, to make up for that, I guess. Um, and so she, you know, originally joins the Herons, but then she's uh, approached by the leader of the stags and she develops a romantic interest in him, as it seems. And so she has to kind of contend with what is she really in this for? Um, is she loyal to Jax, which is the leader of the stags, or is she still in it for, um, for making up for her brother's death? And so it looks really interesting. Um, and I'm kind of interested to see how that all plays out I think um, I really get interested in the show Gangland on TV. And so, um, I mean, it can be some scary stuff, but I think that's one reason that I'm kind of drawn to this book. And I want to see if, even though I don't think these are actual gang names, um, but I'm interested to see if how this plan or how this goes along, <laughs> sorry, I'm tongue-tied, um, kind of follows the way that the gangs actually work um, from what I've learned from TV and other books and stuff like that. So once again, this book is called A Thousand Fires by Shannon Price, and it comes out on November 5th. So my second book, I'm very excited about. It's by one of my favorite authors. This is The Guinevere Deception. Camelot Rising number one by Kirsten yeah. White and it comes out on November 5th. Um, I don't have a lot about this book so basically it's a retelling of you know the Camelot myth from Guinevere's point of view Ooh. but people don't know who she actually is. She's a changeling and Merlin has set it up so that she is actually protecting Arthur, but he can't actually know who she is. So there's a lot of, you know, magic is trying to encroach on Camelot and people are fighting for the new way and the old way. And Guinevere is kind of in the middle of it. So there's not a lot about this book that, you know, the description was very flowery and all that good stuff, but not a lot of actual substance that I know about this book, but I know I'm a huge Kirsten White fan. I loved her um, Vlada series. Um, Vlada, was it Vlada Dracula series? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very excited to see what she does with Camelot, kind of like what she you know, was doing with the Dracula series. So again, that is The Guinevere Deception, Camelot Rising, book one by Kirsten White, and it comes out on November 5th. Camelot. So I'm really, I like what she did with the Dracula series, so I'm pretty excited about it. 
Didn't she write Paranormalcy too? Yes, yes. she did. Okay, yeah. So I'm really sad that Natalie is not joining us for November Picks, but I'm really happy that Natalie's not joining us for November Picks because (laughs) I get to talk then because no one else, and I even like left it wide open. I didn't even write it down on my list. So I am that wonderful. But because no one else asked for it, I get to talk about The Rise of Magics. Chronicles of the One, book three by Nora Roberts. Wait. Yay. (laughs) I almost took it from you, but I decided to have mercy. Well, I love this trilogy. It is. I know. um, You love it more than I do. Well, it's an (laughs) apocalyptic trilogy, which is my favorite thing. And, you know, in the first one, there's the, this um, illness called the doom that basically wipes out most of mankind. Um, But those who are left, some, um, who are left from the doom end up uh, all of a sudden acquiring magical ability that came out of nowhere and are different um, types of uh, beings or creatures. There's elves and all these other different things that all came out of this doom. And born from the doom is a beautiful young woman named Fallon. And she is known as the one. And so it is going to be her job to basically figure out how to sort of heal what's been done to the world and sort of eradicate the evil that's trying to take over. So basically in this book, which is the final installment, Fallon along with um, Duncan and, and all the others that we know from the series um, are working to, um, you know, rescue those with magical abilities who have been either held in labs or on the run um, from different factions who want them dead. And so she can't do this alone. She has to face a nemesis. Um, She's trying to kind of reacquire the shield that they had that kept everybody safe. So um, this is her, this is the end of Fallon's story. And I can't wait to read it. Um, This is just, it's not a typical Nora Roberts. I mean, there's, there's threads of romance, of course, that, you know, run throughout the three books, but this is not your typical Nora trilogy. And um, it's a story that builds upon itself. And, um, you know, it's not like each book is about a different character with their little archetypes. It's, it's very intense. It's, it's not her typical book and it's so great. And I can't wait for it. And uh, the reading order is year of the one of blood and bone and now the rise of magics. And um, it comes out again. It's all by Nora Roberts and it comes out on November 26th. Oh man. I know. I and so, yet, so, Oh, see, so what I'm going to do is, and so I have two books by favorite authors coming out on the 26th. So what I'm going to do is just do um, probably about a week and a half of binging because there'll be other books I'll have to read, but I'm going to do a, a complete, trilogy reread for the Nora Roberts book so that I can just read them all in beautiful, glorious order. Friends, I am so, so, so excited to be talking about this next book. Um, This is Girls of Storm and Shadow by Natasha Young. Um, And this is the second book (laughs) in the (laughs) Girls of Paper and Fire series. Who have been waiting for this? And it's coming out on November 5th. And I can't not wait for it um so in girls of paper and fire we get introduced to lay who is um just you know a simple country girl and she lives in this 
magical, fantastical world um, that has a lot of like Asian mythology woven into it. Um, and the society has three classes, like, or three castes. Um, the moon caste is the demon caste. The steel caste is a meld of human and demon. And the paper caste is the poorest. And the lowest caste is just human. And so you learn that every year, eight paper girls are stolen um, to serve as concubines for the moon king and um lay is chosen as the ninth girl um and you know she goes to the palace and it's a lot of intrigue and um i do have to say that this book is really difficult to read um i think it's a young adult book but i honestly think it's much more adult (laughs) than um, you know, typical young adult, young adult read. Um, there's a lot of like talk about sexual violence and rape um, and things like that. So just like a content warning for those of you who have not read it yet. Um, but it's really amazing. Um, it's, you know, they forms a relationship with another, um, another one of the paper girls. And they just fall in love and kind of have to work their way through this um, kind of like terrible system where girls are stolen into sexual slavery, basically. So in book two, um, they're on the run after doing something <laughs> um, that they weren't supposed to and lay and Ren um, kind of have to battle um, through kind of like darker magic and this rebellion uprising um, to kind of like overthrow the moon cast and all this stuff. So this again is Girls of Storm and Shadow and it's Girls of Paper and Fire number two by Natasha Nyong and it's coming out on November 5th um, and I highly highly recommend you reading the first book in preparation for the second one because you won't regret it it is so good I've been waiting for the second book to come out in this series so I could start it oh yes so you have to read the first book and then read the second book so the next book I'm going to talk about is by By Keyland. It comes out November 5th, and I'm so excited about it. I mean, I just, I mean, thinking about what it's about, it excites me again. And it's called Dirty Letters by By Keyland. And this is cool. I mean, obviously it's a romance, but it's very cool. It's about these pen pals. They were pen pals when they were little. Um a lady and Griffin Quinn, and we don't know the lady's name because the synopsis is called in first person or is written in first person. So they were pen pals and they would write every day and they were, you know, BFFs as kids. And all of a sudden the female in this duo stops writing and they don't know why, or it never explains why their connection just broke. And then eight years later, Griffin, who is the boy in this duo writes to her, uh, 
expressing his anger at the fact that she never or that she stopped writing to him and basically they start writing to each other again except that they're adults and now she kind of wants to meet him and he doesn't want to meet her he says it's for the best but she goes and looks for him and she finds out things that we don't know that we have to read the book to find out but basically what she finds out about him could change everything about their relationship and i'm just so excited about it i don't think i have uh, given it justice but man i can't wait till this comes out and i don't think shannon has an arc of this so i don't have to smack her it's true i don't (laughs) (laughs) this comes out on november 5th and it is called dirty letters by vi keeland i really like this author I like the things that she comes up with. Cool. So my second book tonight is Spellbound. And it's the eighth book in Danica Dark's Crossbreed series. It comes out on November 5th. And um, Sarah and I were talking about Danica Dark the other day. And we were saying that normally she does seven book series. Um... And I think she did one, like, six-book series. So we're both a little surprised that she was going for number eight. And I don't know if this is going to kind of wrap up the Crossbreed series. I hope not. I love these so much. So this is um, a continuation, obviously, of some stuff from previous books. But our focus is on Nico, who is a blind mage, and on Jem, who is really intent on saving him from something very bad that befell him at the end of book seven. So if you haven't read any of these, it's really hard for me to talk about this um, this book without spoiling things. But um, Crossbreed is a spinoff of her Madri series. And so you can do one of two things. You can go way back to the, uh, to the beginning and pick up Sterling or you can kind of dive in um, to the beginning of Crossbreed with the first book in that series, which is called Keystone. But this is urban fantasy kind of at its best. There are such fantastic characters. Raven, who is kind of the main character of the Crossbreed series, um, is half mage and half vampire. I love her so much. Um, this is just a really excellent book. There's a really great kind of slow burn romance. There is some phenomenal found family Um, There's just a lot to recommend this series. So if you haven't um, read the first few books, definitely dive in. I don't think you'll be sorry. So once again, it's Spellbound and it's Crossbreed Book 8 by Danica Dark. And it comes out on November 5th. So the next book that I'm going to talk about tonight is The Family Upstairs. And it's by (laughs) Lisa Jewell. And it comes out on November 5th. So this book is about a woman named Libby. And shortly after she turns 25, she gets a letter. And she's really excited about this letter because she thinks that she's going to find out who she is. Which kind of does happen. She um, finds out in the letter um, who her birth parents are. But she also finds out that she hasn't inherited their mansion, um, which is located on the Thames in a very uh, high-class neighborhood called Chelsea, their Chelsea neighborhood in London. And 
she didn't, I don't think she really knew that they had a mansion. So I think this kind of came up, came as a surprise. Um, but little does she know, there's also some other not so good people that are really looking forward to this day as well. And I'm not really sure why yet. Um, but 25 years previous, so when she was really young, um, there was a call made to the police um, to report the sound of a crying baby. And the police arrive at the home and they discover a 10 month old in her crib. And she's very healthy and happy, um, but there's three dead people in the kitchen and they're all dressed in black. <laughs> and Creepy. there's four other children actually that were supposed to be living at this home, but they're missing. So that's really all the synopsis tells you other than this house was actually um, the, the home of three different families. So I'm guessing that's kind of where the, that's probably where the title comes from. There's probably a family that lived upstairs and I'm wondering if maybe that family is maybe the one we're going to be focusing on. So I'm kind of looking forward to learning more about this, but the whole kind of premise kind of interested me. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I've read one of her other books and I enjoyed it. So I'm really looking forward to this one. And it's The Family Upstairs and it's by Lisa Jewell and it comes out on November 5th. I read this. Um, was it good? It was good. It has this sort of like fever dream quality to it. Like there's oh, okay. all these things that are just like, so strange like yeah you have to just sort of there, go but with not it there. kind <laughs> of but like as I was reading it I, I had this like things seemed like sort of surreal okay. and I was just like what what is wrong with all these people like that <laughs> <laughs> that's so it, it was very very good I like Lisa Jewell a lot so my second book is called A Constellation of Roses by, uh, correct me if I say this wrong, Marin Miranda Acevedo. Um, and it comes out on November 5th. Um, I, I know. <laughs> um, I am really interested in, to read this book. But I like the synopsis of this book. It gives me a little more detail. I think the reason I'm a little hesitant on the first one is because it doesn't tell you a lot of detail, but um, A Constellation of Roses is about this girl named Trix McCabe. Another <laughs> walks out and leaves her pretty much on her own. And so she kind of survives by pickpocketing, but it oh. says that she has this near magical gift of um, for pulling valuables off of people. And so That's she is surviving. It is. And she's surviving by pickpocketing and all of that. And then she's caught and she's given a choice between jail time and going to live with family that it says long lost family. So I'm guessing she didn't know they were there. Um, in, 
It's called Roxall, Kansas. And so she chooses to go and be with her family, but she doesn't plan to be there long. But once she gets there, um, she notices that uh, several of her family members, her aunt, her cousin, um, and I'm not sure if it's the same aunt or another one, but they all seem to have magical abilities. Um, her aunt can bake pies that tend to, um, let's see. Okay, seem to cure people. Um, she bakes pies that cure people. Her cousin, Ember, can touch people and tell their future. Um, and then it says that, sorry, I'm running out of breath. <laughs> um, then it says that her aunt, her great aunt, um, looks at her palm and tells her that if she doesn't set some roots down somewhere, she's not going to have really any kind of future at all. Um, so she decides that, you know, maybe these people aren't so bad. Um, they're interesting people. And so she decides to settle down, but then it says her past comes back to haunt her and she has to decide whether she's going to finally put down roots and stare it down or if she's going to keep running from her past. And so I'm really interested to see where this takes her. I love books that have um, different magical abilities, especially when it involves baking things that are magical <laughs> because I can't bake. Um, so I really think that this is going to be a very good book. And it also says that... Um, that the, even though I don't think this is like a follow-up story, but it's it says it's a it's a good second follow-up to Miranda's first debut book, uh, The Deepest Roots. And I did look a look at that synopsis, and it looks pretty good, but not as good as this one to me. So, um, this book is called A Constellation of Roses by Miranda Acevedo, and it comes out on November fifth. Okay, and my last book is Winterwood by Shay Earnshaw, and it comes out on November 5th. And this book I actually would have fought someone for. Uh, so Nora Walker is a witch, and she lives on the edge of a forest. And apparently there is a camp in the forest for wayward boys. Um, um. Yeah. And Oliver, who is an interest of Nora's, um, was at this camp and he disappeared one snowy night. And basically he should not have been found alive and was several weeks later with no memory of what happened to him. So this book is about Nora and Oliver and her trying to figure out what happened to him deep in the forest. And it kind of sounds like the forest is you know, a character in and of itself. And it just sounds creepy and gothic and like a lot of fun. And I'm super excited about it. So again, that's Winterwood by Shay Earnshaw and it comes out on November 5th. That I looked look really at good. that. Yeah, I, I thought about talking about that one. It looks 
I love the creepy and the gothic. So you'll have to tell me what you think when it comes out. So I saved the one that is going to make all the celestial choirs sing. And it's going to make me twirl in joy. I saved it for last. Can anyone guess who the author is? Anyone? Yay! <laughs> so this book is long overdue, my friends, and it is Where Winter Finds You, A Caldwell Christmas, Black Dagger Brotherhood, Book 17.5 by J.R. Ward. It will be released on November 26th. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. Don't interact with me that day because I will not respond to any form of communication. <laughs> I am so excited. So this continues shadows. the story that was begun um, in the shadows with Trez and Selena. And um, after the events in the shadows, Trez sort of feels as though um, he's very happy for his twin, I am. But he sort of feels as though he's going to live a life of deep and abiding loss. But then a new woman, a new vampire comes to town named Therese. And he just has this overwhelming need to connect with her because she reminds him of um, someone from his past. And this is their story. This is also the continuation of The Shadows um, yes. and Trez and his beloved's story. How's that? Mm -hmm. So I... I, I want this book so desperately. I just want it to be November 26th. If I could fast forward time, I would. I'm very excited to read When Winter Finds You, A Caldwell Christmas, Black Dagger Brotherhood, seven, book 17.5 by J.R. Ward. So friends, I have been waiting for this book for the past year. And I was actually really devastated because for a while it was not going to be published. Um, so this is Blood Air. Blood Air number one by Amelie Wen Zhao. And this is her debut novel. Um, I guess I'll get the synopsis first. So this is the story of Crown Princess Anastasia. Anastasia. Um, oh God, I can't remember her last name. Um, but she lives in Cerulea and in this fantasy world um people with magic are called affinites affinites um because they have affinities to certain elements and Ooh. anna her affinity is to blood um Ooh. and it's <laughs> it's more of a curse <laughs> so she's kind of grown up hidden behind the palace walls because if people find out about her affinity to blood she would be uh, you know shunned and all that wonderful stuff um, so her father the emperor got murdered and she got framed for it so she flees the palace and goes into so really where she has never been before and you know it's not a place that she expected it to be because it's full of corruption and crime and um in order for her to find out what actually happened 
um, to the emperor and find the murderer. She has to team up with the crime lord, uh, Rans Ransom, um, who runs this like crime syndicate um, in the city. And so, yeah, it sounds amazing. It sounds like a true young adult fantasy adventure, which is totally down my alley. Um, so this book was slated to be published in March, I believe, of this year. Um, but it was actually pulled um, because some early readers read this book and made a huge think about it because I guess there was some scenes about slavery in there that wasn't uh, very culturally sensitive um, and it just blew up on Twitter and people who haven't even read this book were just like going after this author um, and so you know she decided to pull this book um, but then she took a look at it again and I guess the publisher hired like sensitivity readers or something and they rewrote some of the scenes and now um, it's being published on November 19th um, and I'm so incredibly excited for it um, I think it's going to be an amazing read and I know they rewrote it but I'm just really looking forward to kind of seeing what uh, <laughs> what um, people were so upset about um, and I, I think it's just good to allow authors to be able to um, you know publish their writing that they've been working on for a really long time and allow readers to form opinions for themselves um, so again this is Blood Air Blood Air number one by Amelie Wen Zhao, and it's coming out on November 19th. I was really distressed when they pulled it. Me too. I was yeah. so upset. All right. Well, now we come to my last book of today, and it's called The How and the Why by Cynthia Hand. And Cynthia Hand is the author of a young adult series called Unearthly. That I read. It's really that good. That was how I learned of her, and it's so good, and it is, what would you call this, um, men, maybe young adult over urban fantasy, I would yes. say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was. Oh, yep. my gosh. But it was so good and so unique, and ever mm-hmm. since then, she's written other books that have not been in the urban fantasy genre, genre, and I've liked everything. So this is called The How and the Why by Cynthia Hand, and it's about a girl who was adopted. Um, her name is Cassandra McMurtry, and she's got everything that she could ever ask for. She's got the best parents. She's really happy with her life, but she really wants to know who she is, where she comes from, who her parents was, who her parents were, rather. And those are questions that her adoptive parents can't answer for some reason. But apparently, 18 years ago, before she was born, someone wrote her a series of letters. And it seems that this series of letters can answer all of her questions. And it seems like it's going to be a great book because it's a dual timeline. So we've got Ooh. the point of view of the Yay. mother that gave her up uh, while she was pregnant. And Cass wow. searching for Aunt Cassandra, which they're calling Cass or Cassie, searching for answers and reading these letters. Uh, they, they say that these are good for fans of Mina LaCour. 
and Jandy Nelson, which are authors I have not read, but now I want to read them. Nelson is so good. Oh, I want to read them. Read them. <laughs> so this is The How and the Why by Cynthia Hand. And it's coming out on November 5th of this year. And I'm so excited. Yes, Cynthia Hand really it, knows yeah. how to write a book. November 5th is like a huge book day. I know. So is the 26th. When I was uh, calculating, like I was making the list, there's like 14 books out of the 21 that we're talking about that are coming out the week of the 5th. And my last book tonight is the third book in the Counterfeit Lady series. So this is City of Scoundrels, and it's by Victoria Thompson. As I said, it is the Counterfeit Lady series, number three. And I'm not going to say too much about the previous books other than you know, Elizabeth Miles is a con woman who has kind of settled into a little bit of kind of an average life. Um, she is engaged to a lawyer named Gideon, and she's ready to kind of put her past behind her and lead a normal, happy, married life. But of course, things don't work out quite that way. And Elizabeth finds herself embroiled in all sorts of um, unsavory things. These are historical mysteries. Um, Elizabeth is a big fan of the underdog. She wants people who find themselves in untenable situations to kind of get you know, a, a hand up, and she's pretty determined to make that happen when she can. This, of course, puts her in danger more often than not, but she's so, so smart and witty and fun. Um, and even when you know that the things that she's proposing are not the best idea, you kind of find yourself like rooting for her. Um, I read City of Lies, which was the first book in the series, um, like middle of last year and I really enjoyed it. The second one was also amazing. That one is Studio Secrets. So this one has been on my radar for quite a while. If you like historical mysteries with kind of unconventional heroines and a little bit of romance um, mixed in, you'll definitely want to check out the Counterfeit Lady books. This one is City of Scoundrels and it comes out on November 5th and the author is Victoria Thompson. So the final book that I'm going to talk about tonight is The Last Affair by Margot Hunt. And it comes yes. out on November 26th, which for all blog, all podcast readers is three days before my birthday. And so this book is about a woman named Nora. And she is having an affair. And according to this book, she's not the typical woman to have an affair. And I kind of want to know what is the typical woman that has an affair. But go moving on. She <laughs> falls in love with a man named Josh. And Josh and her, they almost get like obsessed with each other. They just can't spend enough time together. And one of the reasons that they describe in the synopsis is because Josh is nothing like her alcoholic husband and that's really all they say about her husband um, well one day Josh's daughter Abby comes home from college and she's got a bit of a broken heart and she wants to spend time at home and she doesn't want any scandal and she doesn't want any like complications 
but she come she happens to see Nora and Josh kissing. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And this gets her pretty upset. And she decides that she is going to get rid of this house, this, uh, that she is going to get rid of this homewrecker. And I'm not really sure how she's going to do this, but um, her mother, Gwen, she, there's, she's kind of got it all. And at least from the outside, it seems like she's got it all. She's got two kids. She's got a great husband. And I'm not really sure what else she's got, but from the outside, she looks like she's got it all. But one day she turns up dead. And I'm not really sure why or how or what's going to happen. But she's not even the home record. No, (laughs) no. And and she's kind of like, according to the synopsis, she's kind of an afterthought. Oh, yes. So that, that's a so, problem. I'm looking forward to seeing how this all kind of fits together. Like, who killed her? Like, what are the stories behind this whole murder? And, like, what's going to happen? And I'm just really looking forward to it. It sounds like a good one. So it's The Last Affair, and it's by Margot Hunt, and it comes out on November 26th. I really like Margot Hunt. Um, I read For Better and Worse uh, earlier this year and really, really oh, enjoyed it. Oh, I think it. I read that. I did read that. I liked it. I liked it. Yes. Book. Yes, it was you very creepy. It. I did when we talked about revenge. It was a beautiful yes. little revenge book. So my final book is called Novice Dragoneer, Dragoneer Academy Book One by E. E night and no not dragoon when does it come out Kristen? <laughs> i really really want to know november this. 5th <laughs> imagine that um it comes out on november 5th so this is a coming of age new fantasy series and it says that this author is the uh, author of the Age of Fire series. I have not read that, but I will now have to look it up. Um, so this girl, and I love her name. Her name is Ileth, I-L-E-T-H. I love that. Um, she is from an impoverished family, but she has always dreamed of being a dragoneer, which is a dragon rider. Um, since she had an encounter with a dragon and its rider when she was very young. I want to be a dragon rider. Yeah. I do too. Um, (laughs) So she, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Mm. She, Thank you. Okay. Yeah. She is not really thought to be worth much more than like kitchen help or something because she has a very bad stutter. Um, But she is bound and determined to prove people wrong. So she runs away. Um, She runs away as soon as she's old enough 
to um, to the dragon fortress um, to become a dragon dragoneer and she is the only one or mostly the only one that is from like a what's uh, like a words um a very little known family everybody else in the in the dragon riders are from rich well-known families and she's not so she kind of has to fight for her right to or not really right but her place in the in the dragon riders then she is sent off to what is called the dragon dancers after she kisses a very rich, well-known boy. Um, and she is put in charge of a sickly dragon who has lost his dragon rider. And um, the dragon rider dies and she has to take that dragon's place or this dragon rider's place. And this dragon is very sickly. So she's in enemy lands and she's having to take care of this dragon and fight for her place in the dragon riders. And this is all she's ever wanted. So I am very, very anxious to see where this goes because I love books with dragons. I love books with people who ride dragons or have dragons as partners. And this is just amazing. So I'm really excited to see where this novice dragoneer ends up. Um, so once again, this yes. book is called Novice Dragoneer, Dragoneer Academy Book One by E. E. Knight, and it comes out on 11.5. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this November Picks episode. We hope that you have found some things that you can be excited about coming out in the month of November. I want to thank all of the Book Bistro team who were here with me today. Stacy, Amber, Min, Brooke, Natalia, and Kristen. Thanks, of course, goes out to Christine for her fantastic editing job, especially when these episodes get uh, kind of drawn out into three or four separate uh, meetings. We appreciate everything you do so very much. And of course, thanks to all of you who join us each week for our bookish discussions. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.